0: having a banking system by itself is not a substitution for having a viable economy it but, doesn't make uh, the economy uh, viable by itself it's it's a
1: necessary but not sufficient condition but that's obvious there's no question about that that's well, obvious then, but the what we but saw, I don't understand why our voices are raised i don't either but i'm going to raise mine more okay <laughs> because i think Hi, this is Planet Money. I'm Adam Davidson in Planet Money headquarters in New York.
2: And I'm Hannah Jaffe-Walt, also in New York this week. That was you, Adam, and Elizabeth Warren, the chair of the Congressional Oversight Panel for the bailout. It is Wednesday, April 6th. And our indicator today...
1: Well, I was going to use my blood pressure because that was a really tense, (laughs) intense conversation (laughs) with Elizabeth Warren. You were in the room. You were pretty quiet, but Elizabeth Warren and I were not... Quiet. It's intense. That's coming to you Friday. But the actual indicator is four. That is the number so far at at current press time. Um, The number of banks that don't need to raise capital as a result of the stress test, saying that there are four banks in America healthy enough, according to the Treasury Department stress test, to make it on their own with no further support. There are several banks, uh, Bank of America and Citigroup, most notably among them, that do need to raise money.
2: All right. Today on the podcast, regulatory arbitrage. Oh, yeah.
1: All right, Hannah. I think we've talked about this. This is a serious (laughs) economic and financial podcast. What's going on? I,
2: I learned this thing recently that shocked me. Okay, so you hear about bank regulators and you figure the banks, they're just assigned a regulator. It's like when I go to work, I'm assigned a boss. Criminal gets assigned a cop who arrests him. But it's actually not like that. The banks, they get to pick their regulator. And there are a bunch to choose from. They call it regulatory arbitrage.
1: Okay. Yes. It's an important topic. I'm with you. So when I hear the words regulatory arbitrage, I don't automatically think of that sexy bow-wow-wow music.
2: What? (laughs) I do. It's, It's a courtship, Adam. The banks, they want to pick the right regulator, the one that you know, let's be honest, that lets them make as much money as possible. And the regulators, they want to be picked. They're really eager to be picked, in fact, because actually the regulators, they also want to make money and their budgets are determined by how many banks they oversee, how big those banks are.
1: Okay, so I'm getting I, – I understand the sexy music. I'm picturing these banks and these regulators sort of circling each other on the dance floor, figure trying to pick a partner here.
2: Exactly. And I thought the best way to show how this works is that um, we need to play an exciting new reality TV show game, the Bachelor Regulatory Arbitrage Edition. All right, I'd like to welcome our contestant, the bachelor himself, Adam Isaac-Gavitson.
1: That's right, and I go by my nickname, AIG, my initials. Awesome. And, uh, you know, Hannah, I'm not actually a bachelor.
2: Adam, just just do the podcast. Jen doesn't care. Okay. All right. Anyway, so anyway, we're using this little radio time machine, and we're going to cast back to 1999. That's when another AIG picked its banking regulator, Special Someone. So AIG, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right. Well, uh, I like to work out. I'm a global insurance and financial services conglomerate. Um, I've been – I've actually been – seeing a lot of regulators lately. Um, At last count, 400 different regulators in more than 130 countries and 50 U.S. states. Um, And each one, you know, they have their specialties, their little area they focus on. But I keep hearing that I have to settle down and pick one regulator to be my lead regulator and to, you know, someone who can make sure that all these different regulators aren't missing anything. So uh,
2: Oh, so you're on a true quest for regulatory love. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I mean honestly, to be honest, I kind of like playing the field, but I have been told I need a lead regulator. So um, so I, I have to do it. I have no choice. And for a long time now, I've been doing insurance for the most part. But I'm just getting into banking and I don't want like some uptight regulator. I want to have some fun.
2: Well, Adam, we have some great contestants for you today. And you you have your bank. We have four fabulous federal regulators for you to choose from. You're holding a rose there in your hand. And by the end of today, you will get to hand that rose to the regulator of your heart. So first, I'd like to introduce you to the Kestenbaum FDIC.
3: Hey, AIG. Hi, 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 FDIC. Yeah, nice nice shirt. Thank you. You, you probably know about me. I, I take over banks. But actually, one of my finest attributes, my, my best qualities, I think, is my ability to instill confidence in the public. I make sure people feel safe. You know, people know their deposits are insured. And, you know, I, I don't mean to sound egotistical or anything, but I tend to have a very calming presence. You might have noticed that there haven't been any great depression since I was born, and I'm going to keep your customers from running on your bank.
1: Yeah, but i My understanding is I would get the benefits i 'd get all your insurance without having to have you be my
3: regulator right that That is true, but i i have a I have a nice regulation business going you know I can be like a one stop shop we offer insurance to almost every bank, big or small, but when we regulate, we like to focus on the little guy, the small bank so aig if you give the rose to me, I will get you. I will understand you and the realities that you face. <laughs>
2: Now, FDIC, if AIG, you know, asked around after you, what would he hear? Like, be honest here. What's your reputation?
3: All right. Well, you, you'd probably hear that I'm I'm well-respected. I'm pretty well-run. I, I value family and my deposit insurance fund. I really do de- value the deposit insurance fund. I'm going to worry about you and your bank, but I'm really worried about – I'm really worried about the whole system. So I'll keep a careful eye to make sure you don't do anything that's going to hurt the insurance fund and the system as a whole. See, I, I
1: don't – I don't know. I I, I like FDIC, you know, attractive, but um, I'm not looking for an insurance company to regulate me. I feel like they're going to keep me from having having the kind of fun that a guy like me likes.
2: Okay, AIG, you don't need to make up your mind. We have many more options for you. Up next, the Dina Temple Raston Comptroller of the Currency.
0: Hi, AIG. I'm OCC. How are you doing? I'm a national bank regulator. Actually, when it comes to national banks, I'm kind of the big game in town. In fact, most of the big banks, well, they come to me. I'm not the hard and fast rules gal. I'm I'm a little loose. That's what I like. I like that. Now, I don't lay down a bunch of red tape. I'll just give you some guidance. I'm flexible. Mm -hmm. After a while, if you don't follow my guidance, you know, I might lay down the law, but I'll always work with you. I'm that kind of girl.
2: All right, Temple Rest and OCC. What what would you say makes you
0: unique? Well, I'm smart. I'm funny. I really get sophisticated people like you, AIG. And if you give the rose to me, you don't have to have a state charter. I'll preempt state rules, so you don't have to comply with those pesky state rules.
1: I I like. I gotta say, I, I, I like the OCC. I like. I don't like red tape. I'm, I'm interested.
2: All right, we have some interest here. I can tell. Don't don't get too attached. Thanks, OCC. Next up, the Caitlin Kenny Fed.
4: Hey, AIG. I'm the Fed. I'm sure you've heard of me, but the thing is, I'm not really as boring as you probably heard. Sure, I'm really powerful, and my main job is to set monetary policy. And you won't find anyone more respected. But I'm also a really great regulator. Here's what I offer. You're a complicated guy, and I get that. You've got insurance companies. You've got an airplane leasing company. You want to get into banking. I get that. I would love to regulate your holding company. Mm -hmm. I think you and I would make a great pair.
1: Wow. Well, (laughs) I mean, I am a complicated guy, and I I like that she gets it. i got a lot going on. Um... But if I go with Caitlin, Hannah, I have to go with another regulator for the banking stuff, right? She wouldn't be the regulator of all of it. Right, right. And Caitlin, I'd like to ask you a question because, I mean, it, it sounds like you're pretty cool. But how strict are you about, you know, like um, if I want to do a little messing around with the capital reserve requirements?
4: I'm pretty strict. I'm really not going to let you mess around too much. My job, kind of like the FDIC, is to make sure the whole banking system is healthy, so I'm not going to let
2: you mess things
1: up. She sounds kind of uptight.
2: AIG, come on, don't let it get you all down in the dumps. Hunky bachelor, there's still one more special someone just dying to meet you over here. Laura Conaway and the Office of Thrift Supervision.
5: Hi, AIG. I'm the Office of Thrift Supervision, and it's really great to meet you.
1: Hi, nice to meet you.
5: Okay, um, a little little about me. I like to take walks on the beach. I love to dance, especially to bow-wow and that kind of thing. And I love to regulate thrifts. Those are the savings and loans. They're like commercial banks, except with thrifts, there are some requirements. You have to do like certain percentage of home mortgages or small business loans. But anyway, the thing most institutions love about me, and I think you'll love about me too, AIG, is that I just simplify things. I mean, forget all that business about having a holding company regulator and then a bank regulator and uh-uh. With me, it's an all-for-one package, baby. Plus, I can help you deal with those international regulators, and we can set it up so they defer to me. Simple. Easy.
2: OTS, tell us, what would your best friend and your worst enemy both say is true about you?
5: <sighs> well... They might say I'm a little loose with capital requirements. I'm not all stricty-stricty like the Fed. Wow,
1: I really like this girl. Ooh, okay. <laughs> ah, this is feeling like destiny. He-
2: in a little sparks here. Okay, AIG, let's just run through your options again. You've got Kestenbaum, the FDIC. He is dying to regulate you. But he's also a little worried about his insurance fund. We have the Temple Raston OCC, Office of Comptroller of the Currency, and she would also love to regulate your national commercial bank. She's a bit more flexible. She wants to be with you. The Caitlin Fed would welcome your holding company into her warm regulatory arms, but she's kind of strict. And the Office of Thrift Supervision, your last option, wants to spend its years being with you, AIG, being your everything regulator. She'll get your international stuff, your banks, your holding company. Oh, and she won't be all uptight, right?
1: (sighs) Wow. God, this is a hard moment. I I only have one rose and God, you're all so beautiful. Um, Kestenbaum, FDIC, um, you know, we We've had some great talks, and, and you are so sweet. But I'm really looking for someone who's going to f- think about me and and not be worrying about their silly insurance. Sorry. And Temp- uh, Temple Rest and OCC, look, you have a lot to offer. You really do. And the right guy, the right big bank, I think you would be so happy together. But, you know, I'm sticking to my small bank for now, and, and I don't think we're right for each other.
0: Okay. Well, um... Thanks for the night on the river, I guess.
3: (laughs) He told me he believed in my Prudential Regulatory Authority.
2: Sorry, guys. Okay, Adam, you are down to the Fed and the Office of Thrift Supervision. AIG, who would you like to give your rose to?
1: Well, Fed... Yes? Don't take this the wrong way. But... You're kind of harsh. Your capital requirements are so high, and I'm just not looking to complicate my life with all your complicated rules. OTS, Office of Thrift Supervision. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. From the moment you opened your mouth, your (gasps) sweet regulatory mouth, I knew you were the one for me. You're going to take care of my holding company Mm -hmm. and my thrift. You're going to let me... Please, please, please. Explore my capital requirements lifestyle, however I want to. Will you accept my rose? Ah,
5: OIG and and, oh my god! Ah. I never expected this. AIG, I I will happily regulate you. Do you accept this paperwork?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. You actually have the least paperwork, which is great.
2: And that, my friends, brings us to the end of Bachelor Regulatory Arbitrage Edition.
1: A Joffrey Walt Goodson production. (laughs) And actually, like every bank in America has gone through some version of that. We didn't get into the fact there are 50 state regulators as well that you can choose from. It could have
2: been a really long Bachelor show. It could
1: have been a long Bachelor show. And some banks are actually kind of polygamous if If we may, um you know some some are so big, they have their hands in so many different pies that and they want to have different regulatory advantages from from different ones, so like take Bank of America, um which is this big holding company it it part of it is a commercial bank.
2: Which is regulated by the OCC.
1: But it also owns some thrifts. Some and those
2: si- are regulated by the Office of Thrift Supervision. And
1: then the whole thing is held together by this holding company. Right,
2: which is regulated by the Fed.
1: Right. So that's why when things go wrong, like let's say there was a financial collapse that destroyed an institution like AIG or other major banks, it it's – Hard to figure out who was in charge. These things are so interconnected. The regulators have such overlapping roles. It's hard to point your finger at just one.
2: Right. It makes it really hard to figure out which regulator to blame. Trust me, I've been trying to do that for the last couple of weeks. Very difficult to figure out who was minding the store.
1: But, Hannah, for our upcoming This American Life show that we've been talking about, who's to blame, you've been digging deeper and deeper into the regulatory puzzle. We're also not ignoring other people who had all oversight roles like the ratings agencies who are private companies paid by banks to oversee them as well
2: right instead of the government regulators which gets really complicated and interesting but complicated
1: right so there's so much overlapping oversight which we are going to be bringing more and more about right right okay I think that's it for us today Hannah it is wonderful to have you here in New York in the same studio um, we're at npr.org slash money check us out I will now happily abandon the role of strapping insurance giant <laughs> bachelor Adam Isaac Gavidson go back to being regular old married Adam Davidson
2: and I'm Khana Joffe Walt thanks for listening